This is Jake Leahy with the Supreme Court Opinion Syllabus in Percoco versus United States. Sir Harari to the United States Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit. Decided May 11, 2023. Petitioner Joseph Percoco served as the Executive Deputy Secretary to New York Governor Andrew Cuomo from 2011 to 2016, a position that gave him a wide range of influence over state decision-making, with one brief hiatus. During an eight-month period in 2014, Percoco resigned from government service to manage the governor's re-election campaign. During this hiatus, Percoco accepted payments totaling $35,000, to assist a real estate development company owned by Steve Ilo and its dealings with Empire State Development, the state agency. After Percoco urged a senior official at ESD to drop a requirement that Ilo, Ilo's company enter into a labor peace agreement with local unions as a precondition to receiving state funding for a lucrative project, ESD informed Ilo the following day that the agreement was not necessary. When Percoco's dealings came to the attention of the U.S. Department of Justice, he was indicted and charged with, among other things, conspiracy to commit honest services wire fraud in relation to the labor peace agreement. Labor peace requirement. Count 10. Throughout the proceedings, Percoco argued unsuccessfully that a private citizen cannot commit or conspire to commit honest services wire fraud based on his own duty of honest services to the public. Over Percoco's objection, the trial court instructed the jury that Percoco could be found to have had a duty to provide honest services to the public during the time when he was not serving as a public official if the jury concluded first that he dominated and controlled any governmental business, and second, that people working in the government actually relied on him because of a special relationship he had with the government. As relevant here, the jury convicted Percoco on count 10. On appeal, the Second Circuit affirmed, explaining that the challenge jury instruction fit the Second Circuit's understanding of honest services fraud as adopted many years earlier in United States versus Margiota. Held. Instructing the jury, based on the Second Circuit's 1982 decision in Margiota, on the legal standard for finding that a private citizen owes owes the government a duty of honest services was error. A. Prior to this court's 1987 decision in McNally v. United States, all courts of appeals had embraced the view that the federal wire fraud and mail fraud statutes Prescribe what came to be known as honest services fraud, Skilling versus United States. Most cases prosecuted under these statutes involved public employees accepting a bribe or kickback that did not necessarily result in a financial loss for the government employer, but did deprive the government of the right to receive honest services. The Second Circuit considered a different fact pattern in Margiotta in which the government had charged an unelected individual with honest services mail fraud for using his position as a political party chair to exert substantial control over public officials. The court held that a private person could commit honest services fraud if he or she dominated government. 
Shortly after Margiotta, however, this court rejected the entire concept of honest services fraud in McNally. But Congress responded swiftly to McNally and enacted 18 U.S.C. 1346, which provides that the term scheme or artifice to defraud, which appears in both sections 1341 and 1343, includes a scheme or artifice to deprive another of the intangible right of honest services. See Skilling. Decades later in Skilling, this court rejected the broad argument that Section 1346 is unconstitutionally vague and clarified that the intangible right of honest services in 1346 relates to fraudulent schemes to deprive another of honest services through bribes or kickbacks supplied by a third party who had not been deceived. Skilling's approach informs the court's decision in this case. The Second Circuit concluded that Congress effectively reinstated the Margiotta theory, cases by adopting statutory language that covered the theory. But Skilling took care to avoid giving 1346 an indeterminate breadth that would sweep in any conception of intangible rights of honest services, recognized by some courts prior to McNally. By rejecting the government's argument that 1346 should apply to cases involving undisclosed self-dealing by a public official or private employee, the skilling court made clear that the intangible right of honest services must be defined with the clarity typical of criminal statutes and should not be held to reach an ill-defined category of circumstances simply because of a few pre-McNally decisions. B. Percoco's arguments challenging the honest services conspiracy counts against him, that he was out of public office during part of the time period within the indictment, and that a private citizen cannot be convicted of depriving the public of honest services, sweep too broadly. The court rejects the idea that a person nominally outside public employment can never have the necessary fiduciary duty to the public. Through principles of agency, an individual who is not a formal employee of a government may become an actual agent of the government by agreement and thereby have a fiduciary duty to the government and thus to the public it serves. While the court rejects the absolute rule the intangible duty of honest services codified in 1346 plainly does not extend a duty to the public to all private persons, and the court therefore addresses if Margiotta states the correct test. C. The jury instructions based on the Margiotta theory in Percoco's case was erroneous. Margiotta's standard in the instructions implying the public has a right to a private person's honest services whenever that private person's clout exceeds some ill-defined threshold, is too vague. Without further constraint, the jury instructions did not define the intangible right of honest services with sufficient definitiveness that ordinary people can understand what conduct is prohibited or in a manner that does not encourage Arbitrary and Discriminatory Enforcement, McDonald versus United States. The government does not defend the jury instructions as an accurate statement of the law, 
but instead claims that the imprecision in the jury instructions was harmless error. The government argues that a private individual owes a duty of honest services in the discrete circumstances, one, when the person has been selected to work for the government in the future, and two, when the person exercises the functions of a government position with the acquiescence of relevant governmental personnel. These theories, however, differ substantially from the instructions given the jury in this case, and the Second Circuit did not affirm on the basis of either of them. Reversed and and remanded. Justice Alito delivered the opinion of the court in which Chief Justice Roberts, Sotomayor, Kagan, Kavanaugh, and Barrett joined, and in which Jackson joined on all but parts 2C2. Gorsuch filed an opinion concurring in the judgment in which Justice Thomas joined. Thank you for listening. Feel free to shoot us an email um, at scotusdecisions at gmail.com. Again, thanks for listening. This is Jake Leahy, and have a great one.